0: going on guys welcome back to another episode of the podcast it's joey i'm here on a lovely lovely wednesday yeah wednesday i had to think about it for a sec i checked my phone um i'm recording it a little bit earlier than i normally do um i was just inspired today i will i i was driving today and i was thinking to myself i was like okay What do I want to talk about for the podcast coming up? And when I record them, I usually do it a day before I upload them, meaning I would record it on Saturday and then have it uploaded on Sunday. And as I'm driving today, I'm like, okay, what do I want to talk about? Let's brainstorm a little bit. What am I thinking of? I was listening to another podcast on the way, so I was like, ooh, maybe I'll grab some ideas. Um, Couldn't think of any ideas. Actually, eh. it helped me think of ideas, but I didn't like... It wasn't like a specific thing from that podcast anyway, I'm fucking losing my mind already fucking a minute in and we're already all over the place. but now as I was driving um this fucking dude i had I was in a merge lane, and I know you guys all know how merge lanes work <laughs> where there's two lanes, obviously, and normally the right one merges into the left well, all the merge lanes where I live are oh my god Jesus. All the merge lanes where I live, uh, mostly, is the right lane merges into the left and creates one lane. So that's simple, like, you get over into the left lane, because the right lane ends, you can't drive anymore. And I've had this pet peeve of, me, of mine forever, and I've just, like, caught onto it more recently than in the past, but I don't get why people wait until the very last second to get over when they merge. Like, I was behind this guy. And there was a car in front of me, and then there was this guy in the right lane. And I was in the left lane, and I was like, okay, I'm going to let this guy go. So I slowed down a little bit so that he could get get over. And he waited until the very last possible moment to get over from the right to the left. And it didn't make any sense. Like, he had all the space in the world. Like, I could have just blown past him and been in front of him, and he wouldn't have even merged yet. But I was like, I'm just going to let him go. I don't want to risk it. safe driving. And he just, he waited for like an extra hundred feet when he could have just got over the second he saw that there was an opening. And I just don't understand it. Cause then you like, you get like that little like grace period where they drive like halfway in the ending right lane and the staying left lane. So it's like they're in the middle of the road, kind of, if there were still two lanes. And it just, it boggles my mind, like, why people just don't think when they drive. And in Florida, especially. Florida has some of the worst drivers I have ever experienced ever. And I haven't been driving for that long myself, only about a year, year and a couple months now, because I was lazy and I didn't get my permit when I turned 15 like everybody else did. Um But that's another story. That's no big deal. Anyway, I drive now. And it's like Once you like start driving, you pick up on like all the dumb shit that people do. And it's like, do I do that? Like I think to myself, like, am I A Bad driver. I don't think I'm a bad driver. I don't do dumb shit. I know when to get over I use my fucking blinker, which is the rarest occurrence ever (laughs) If you don't use your blinker when you drive Just go fuck yourself like your license should be revoked You should not be allowed to operate a motor vehicle of any sort If you don't think that using your blinker is an appropriate action when you're turning and then people like I guess it's not like that big of a deal if you don't use it when you're in a turn lane I still do just my OCD and like, just so people around me know I intend to make a left or I intend to make a right just so, just so everybody's aware, hopefully at least if they're not looking at their phones. Um, but yeah, if you don't use your fucking blinker when you are driving, you are the worst type of person. Absolutely the worst. And in Florida that happens every single time you go on the road. I don't think I've ever experienced one time where I've been driving where someone used their blinker. Or, like, obviously people use their blinker, but, like, the point I'm making is I've seen at least one person every time I've been driving not use their blinker. And it's just really, it's stupid. It's pointless. Like, why? It takes zero effort. You have to move your hand up or down on the left side of your fucking steering wheel. I don't understand it. It's Mind-blowing to me that people just think that it's optional, I guess. Like, people will be driving, they're like, I know I'm turning. Eh. They should all just know, too. Like, read my fucking mind. Like, it looks like I'm turning, doesn't it? I'm turning the wheel. But it's... I don't know. Like, I was at a four-way intersection um, the other day. A four-way stop. There's no traffic light. So, you know, you, like, get up, and, like, first one there goes, and the second person there goes, and it's the whole order. And this dude... He appeared as if he was going straight. Like, he's across from me on the road. So, like, if I would have went straight, I would have passed him. But he was across from me on the other side. And I thought he was going straight because he didn't have his fucking blinker on. And I'm making a right turn. And he ends up making a left turn, which would then be going the same direction I am. And he didn't use his blinker. And I thought, like, okay, he's, like, in the middle of the road, so I'm going to just start inching up to make my turn because I... It was my turn next. And then he just all of a sudden comes over and turns. And I was like, I was so taken back. I was like, I, one, could have just gotten an accident if I wasn't paying attention. Two, why the fuck didn't you use your blinker? Because if you did, none of this would have happened. There would have been no danger. Nobody would have been in the fucking situation where they could have just got hit by a car. Nobody would have been fucking... (sighs) It's like bothering me way more than it should like I'm sitting here listening to myself and I'm like damn I'm really fucking passionate about people that don't use their blinker and how shitty they are, but it's true It's 100% true. If you don't use your blinker Worst person in the world Horrible Well now that that rants out of the way How you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing well Like I said, it's a spectacular Wednesday afternoon here in Northport, Florida Um, one of the most quality places you can ever be. (laughs) Um, so yeah, like I said before, um, I'm just backtracking now. Like I said before, I'm recording this today because I like think of stuff that I want to talk about. And then I think of like, oh my God, I don't want to forget this. So I'll like make a note of it in my phone and then it'll just sit there. And I've had like this one note in there for a couple weeks now, and I just haven't found the right time to talk about it like it's kind of a serious um like subject I guess like it's not like fun in a way it's not I don't know I feel like super weird addressing it as just like okay this is what we're gonna talk about today and like making a big deal out of it because it's not what I want the podcast to be about like I want it to just be chill I want it to just flow however it goes and like I don't know it's weird it and it's funny I thought of it right around the time I was making that podcast about Gary V and how he fucking sucks and how all of his motivational shit is just bullshit but it's in that realm of like seriousness I guess like motivational like success stuff like that it's weird I don't know I don't know if I ever want to talk about it I'm sure I will get around to it one day it's nothing really interesting but it was just something that I thought of so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But no, today, I um, while I was driving, I was traveling across my fucking city, which, if you don't know Northport, which I'm sure many of you do, but if you don't know Northport, it is the third largest city in Florida, landmass-wise, not population. We're nowhere near any of the other big cities. But no, landmass-wise, Northport is fucking massive. Like, so much land is consisted in Northport that, like, it, it could take you a legitimate half hour to 45 minutes to get from like one end to the fucking polar opposite end. It's ridiculous. And especially if people are driving like assholes, I'm sure it takes you way longer. But no, so the part of Northport I live in is basically like the border of another city. So, it's kind of out of the way of like real Northport, I guess, or like Northport where there's like a bunch of shit to do. Not that there's a bunch of shit to do, but like I went to Chipotle We have a Chipotle at Northport. It's one of the better things that we have here. And I was like, you know what? I haven't had it in a while. So let me just, let me get it. So I ordered it online. I got three tacos and, um, I know you guys probably like, you don't get a fucking burrito from Chipotle. What the fuck is wrong with you? You psychopath. I wanted tacos. Okay. I wanted just some fucking nice steak tacos. That's all I wanted. And I got guac on them, which I don't normally do. And it's not that good guac I could live without it if it didn't exist I wouldn't be mad I'm not particularly keen on it I probably won't get it on my tacos again um it's not something that I've had a lot so I forget how it tastes and then when they show you the fucking pictures of like what you can add online when you're ordering it's like oh my god that shit looks really good let me just throw some guac on and then it's like you know guac's extra It's like yeah I fucking know that guac is extra. It's, like, the biggest fucking... Ha oh, guac's extra. Like, everybody fucking knows. They should just stop saying it. Because at this point, if you don't know, you're a fucking idiot. But yeah, so I put guac on my tacos. And I was like, okay, it should be good. All right. They charge you $1.95 for it. They give you probably $10 worth on these small-ass tacos. And it just overbared the fucking taste. Like, there was... I got steak on my ta- like I got steak tacos with lettuce, salsa, and cheese. And I swear to god, it was just all guac in the fucking tortilla and then like three pieces of steak and like a little bit of lettuce, cheese, and salsa and that was it. So I was basically eating like a fucking guacamole taco with nothing else in it. It was pretty gross. So yeah, the guac hype not about it. I'm not on the guac train. I don't get it. I mean, I guess it's good to some people. Like, I can have it with, like, chips if I'm dipping them sparingly and, like, not grabbing, like, a spoonful on one little chip. But, yeah, they put way too much on my fucking tacos, and it made them not good. And I was really disappointed with it because I spent, like, $9 on it because steak is, like, the most expensive meat you can get, and then the guac is extra. (laughs) So there was that. No, but, um, this is a, it was funny, I was brainstorming on the way to Chipotle, that's when I was driving, it's the only thing I've really done today, besides go to work early in the morning, but that's neither here nor there, but I get to Chipotle, and I'm like, okay, I gotta pick up for Joey, and they're like, oh, we're just finishing him up right now, and I'm watching this kid, like, finish making my tacos, and he's in the process of, like, folding them up and, like, making them into the tinfoil that they would then put in the bag, and I'm watching this kid struggle For, I'm not even joking, four minutes. And I say four minutes, like, that's a long time. They were already made. Like, I could have walked out with them the second I went inside, but they just had to put them in the tinfoil and then put them in the bag. This kid could not get them in the tinfoil. And I'm watching him just struggle, like, the most you possibly can with putting these things together. And they were, like, spilling everywhere. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm just watching this kid fuck my tacos up Fucking two feet in front of me. Two feet in front of me and my fucking food's ruined. And they're like... Like I said, they're spilling everywhere. And then this... Uh, the cashier that's like standing next to him... She's like... What are you doing? Excuse me. Mm. Jesus Christ. So I'm looking at her. And I'm like... What's going on? And she's like... To the guy, she's like... What are you doing? And they're like... We're like laughing about it at the same time. Because I'm like in an awkward position. Because I can't just be like... Yo... Just quit fucking with my tacos. Just put them in the tinfoil. So anyway, after about four minutes of him just fiddling with my fucking tacos, they're all over the tinfoil. He finally gets them wrapped up and everything. And I could tell the kid. He was probably new. I don't think I've ever seen him in there before. And he was nervous because I'm just standing there watching him just mess up my order. But it's whatever. It's all good. It wasn't him spilling it everywhere that made the meal not enjoyable. It was definitely... The fucking, like, seven spoonfuls of guacamole they put on each taco. Like, it was gross. And it just, it made my stomach hurt after. Because, like, it's not, I don't know. I don't know how to describe the taste of guacamole. Like, it's obviously avocado. I think there's tomatoes in there. Onions, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's a weird taste. It's definitely an acquired taste. Like, you gotta, you gotta like it to have it. And that sounds really stupid. But, like, sometimes you can get away with eating, like, a less desirable food just because it goes with the one you're eating now, but no, guacamole, you definitely have to have the taste for guacamole, otherwise, otherwise you will not enjoy your meal, so don't be like me, and just try new things, and I like to do that, I like to try new things a lot, and it usually ends up biting me in the ass, because I don't end up liking what I try, but then now I know that I don't like it, until six months from now, I forget what the taste of guacamole is like on my tacos. And I'm like, let me just give it a whirl and see what it's like. And it's just going to be horrible. But yeah, trying new things is fun. I like to try new things. I have people that will always tell me, they're like, oh, why do you get this when like, you don't know if you're going to like it or not? And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, because what if I do like it? Then it's like, dope. I found something else that I like. I exposed myself to something new and it worked out. And if I don't like it, well, it's like... I didn't like the food or I didn't like the experience, but at least now I know that I don't like that and I know that I don't like the experience or something like that. It's always good to try new things. I feel like if you don't try new things, you'll never learn anything. That's very Gary V sounding, but it's true. If you don't try new things, you don't just, you just don't learn anything. You're just stagnant. Your memory your memory your mind doesn't expand you're just exposed to the same things over and over and over again and eventually that's all you'll ever know so that's why I think it's good to like travel and eat new foods and do stuff like that and like we were talking about last week when Nick was on that trip that we're taking to um, South Carolina and North Carolina that's gonna be dope because I mean I've been to both of those places I've been to South Carolina I used to go to Myrtle Beach a lot with my family um, and I have family up in North Carolina, and we would go up there for Thanksgiving and stuff like that, but I've never been in like the mountainous areas of North Carolina, and I've never been to Charleston, so it should be a really fun experience just to see what's out there just to see how different it is from Florida, and I'm really excited for it. so it should be really fun, yeah, staying in the cabin is gonna be dope like like I like they stayed in the cabin last year, like we already talked about this on the last podcast. Which, by the way, I hope you guys really enjoyed. It was a lot of fun recording it with Nick. Like I said before in the other one, he's a really good friend. So it was cool to have him on and just expose him to this to try new things. So now, in the future, it'll be more comfortable for the both of us to just sit in front of a mic and talk. Um, So, like, I've been doing it. For now, this is the fifth episode, but before, Nick hadn't done it at all. And I thought it was cool. I thought it was nice to, like, see how another person reacted. Cause then I thought to myself, like, was I like that? Like, did I like I just tried to think of like what was going through his head at the time of us recording it. And it was fun to see. It was like watching like a mirror image of me when I first did it almost, if that's what I was like. So that was cool. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um yeah, no, staying in the cabin, it should be really fun. It's like I'll go in more, like, in more depth into it. The cabin's in, it's on a lake, and it's, like, super close to the water. Super close to, like, a bunch of waterfalls and trails. It's, like, in the middle of the woods. It's, like, fucking cabin in the woods. No joke. Like, it's dope. And, like, you look at the pictures, and it's, like, super almost, like, rustic looking. Like, it's super, like, old-fashioned. But it's just got, like, the vibe of, like, a cabin. Like, it's exactly what you think a cabin would be if you move past the thought of, like, Lincoln Logs cabin style like that back in, like, the fucking 1800s. Not like that. It's, like, a real house, but it's a cabin in the woods, and I don't know. And we look at, um, I forget what website it's on that it's posted. It's not Airbnb. It's something else, or it might be Airbnb. I don't know, but we look, and you look at the pictures, and it's, like, super old-fashioned looking, and there's only, like, a couple bedrooms, I think there's only like four bedrooms, but it sleeps eight, which would be two in each bedroom, so that makes sense. And then the the living room's super nice, and there's like a porch area, and it's dope. And Nick was looking up um, things to do like around the cabin and like how close in proximity they are. And I guess there's like a ton of waterfalls that are like right by the cabin, like within a mile, a mile and a half. So not too far of a walk. So... I'm really looking forward to it. If you can't already tell, I need to get out of Florida ASAP. We're down to 15 days, I think. 16 days maybe. I think it's 15. Nick me and Michael were at the gym last night, which is Tuesday for you guys. This past the past Tuesday from when you're listening to this, it was Tuesday. We were at the gym and we were talking about it and he was telling us how there's like a bunch of stuff near um, near the cabin within like walking distance. So that should be fun. That should be dope. Yeah, that's another thing that I want to talk about completely unrelated to the trip, but the gym. Huh. I try to go to the gym fairly often. I try to make it an everyday thing. Doesn't always work out because sometimes the hours of the gym conflict with my schedule. And it's not easy to get there like okay so the gym that i go to i go to a ufit and this ufit in particular is open 24 hours with an asterisk at the end of that because it's really open like 5 a.m monday to 10 p.m friday so it's open 24 hours throughout the week but then once it hits 10 p.m friday it closes and then saturday and sunday is 8 a.m to 8 p.m and that most of the time conflicts with my work schedule. Because I either work in the mornings, which is like 9 to like the middle of the day. So like one thirty ish They're short shifts. My job is a whole fucking shit show of hours and stuff. But anyway. And Sunday the mall doesn't open. Uh, yeah, I work in the mall. I work at an American Eagle. I've never told you guys that. And if you don't know me, now you know. I work at an American Eagle in my local mall. So it's, like, retail hours, and it's, like, I, I abide by the mall hours. So on Sundays, the mall doesn't open until noon. And if you open, you normally have to get there around 9 to 10, so you can clean the store, like, in-depth first, like, sweep and dust and clean the windows and all that jazz. And then, so the mall's open 12 to 6. So if I open, I'm there until, like, 2 to 3. Which I guess I could go to the gym afterwards, but then I'm like kind of tired. And I don't I don't really like going to the gym during the day. I really like to go late at night, so around 9.30ish. Which is why it's good during the week, but not the weekends. But then if I close on a Sunday, or even a Saturday. Like a Saturday, if I close, I don't get out until like 10.30. And on a Sunday, if I close, I don't get out until like 9.30. Which is ridiculous, because the mall is only open until 6.00. So we have to stay like an extra three and a half hours to just clean the store again. It's a whole shit show. But no, I try to make it an everyday thing, at least during the week. So like Monday through Thursday to go every day to the gym. And I mean, I used to be like I used to be hitting the gym like hard. Like I was like every day, super good workouts. I would go with my buddy Michael and Austin and we would go. Every day, same time, it'd be great. And I was starting to, like, see a difference in everything. And I'm not a very big guy. I'm rather small for what I would like to be and what I should be. But I've always been, I wouldn't say scrawny. I would just say, like, smaller, not as genetically gifted as others, is how I'll put it. Um, So, like, when I work out, it I feel like I have to go, like, extra hard to get the same results as somebody that's, like, just doing it like a normal workout so that's always been, like, a struggle. And even all throughout high school, I was the same way. I'd have weightlifting, and, I mean, I'd get stronger. Like, I'd notice, like, bench maxes increasing and, like, squat maxes increasing. But it, like, I wasn't, like, looking different. So I've always looked pretty much the same, and that's something I want to really change. I just want to get, like... I mean, I, like, I want to lose what little fat I have on my stomach. I'd rather it just be, like, not as chunky, I guess. This is weird. This is, like... Now that I'm talking about it, it's, like, super personal, but fuck it. I feel like it's good to just put myself out there like this. I mean, I fucking talk to myself for an average of, like, 30 minutes every week, so. Might as well get to fucking know me a little bit more. Anyway, where was I? Um, Oh, so the gym. So going every day. So um, I used to go every day with Austin and Michael. I said that. And then for, like, a month and a half, I stopped. And I just didn't go. I forget why I wasn't going. Um, I think our schedules, like all three of us, we didn't like link up in the same way anymore. I think somebody's like hours at work changed. So we didn't all go together and it kind of just like killed it for me. Cause I really don't like going to the gym alone and it's not like I need someone with me. It just, I feel better like just going there. I can feel like more comfortable, which is weird. It should be the same thing. I should be able to go to the gym alone. And I've been to the gym alone like once or twice and it was all right. But I don't know, like in between sets, just like talking, cracking jokes, just, you know having a conversation with people, it's more, like, inviting, I guess. I don't know. But, so for, like, a month and a half, two months, I stopped going. And then I started to, like, put on more weight. And I, like, lost all the gains that I have made, like, through that time that I was going every day. So now, like, I'm getting back into it, going every day, doing workouts and stuff. And I want to... I I... Backtrack. I take... Um, I make protein shakes after I work out. So like I'll put them in a little shaker cup and it's like two scoops of this powder, mix it with water, shake it up, drink it. And I do that after I work out just to like build the muscle, give myself some more protein after I just drained myself and I'm running out of the protein that I've had. And I like the stuff at the bottom is like really gross. It's kind of similar to if you drink the like bottom portion of a beer, like the last like little like couple sips maybe. It's really gross. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know that the like the bottom of a beer is the grossest part of the beer. So it's kind of the same thing with protein shakes, like the bottom of the bag or the bottom of the tub is the worst part. It's like aged. It's gross. You've had it for like ever. So it just doesn't taste as good. And um so I've been looking into getting a different one cuz I got to refill once I'm out of this one. So I'm like okay, Let me go on, like, GNC and see, like, what the best one is. And they're fucking expensive. Like, like doing what little research I have, the protein that you can get that's, like, supposedly the best is, like, $50 for, like, a 30-serving tub. And if you use one scoop, I'm pretty sure one scoop is the serving. So if you do one scoop, you get 30 servings. You only get it for a month. So it's $50 a month. That's... That's ridiculous. $50 for a tub of protein. I mean, I guess I can see why it's expensive because it's supposed to like help you build muscle and like make you better, whatever. But it's crazy. And then I was like looking at um, pre-workouts because I don't normally take a pre-workout. I don't do any of that. And I was like, all right, I'm trying to get like, I want to get like really into it. And I'm not saying you need to take pre-workout or you even need to make protein shakes after you work out. It just helps. And pre-workout gives you that, like, boost of energy to, like, get a super good workout in and, like, gives you energy. And it, like, doesn't... I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, the best way to explain it. It's just, like, if you drank, like, an energy drink before you had to, like, stay up and study for a test, it's the same kind of deal. Like, it just gives you the energy to, like, sit down and, like, okay, let me be awake for this. Let me have the energy to continue to push on through what I'm doing. And it, like, helps with... um. Like, the fatigue you may face. So, I was looking into that, and they have, like, 30 serving size tubs, and they're only, like, 20 to 30 bucks, which is still crazy, because it's, like, a small-ass tub. Like, it's really small for, like, 30, 30 servings you can fit in this thing. It's a very small tub, and I understand that it's a smaller scoop, so that makes sense, but it's, like, they're still crazy expensive. So, doing all the research for that has been, like, super stressful, and it's just... It's crazy what goes into it. Like, I wish, I wish I was just one of those dudes that, like, you go to, like, work out, like, you just establish a routine, and then you just blow up, and you're, like, super jacked. Like, that'd be dope. But unfortunately, that's not how life works. And I'm sure it has stuff to do with my diet, too. Like, I don't eat the healthiest I could possibly eat. Like, I had fucking tacos from Chipotle today, and I took off 99% of the most healthiest thing on there, which was the fucking guac. I'm assuming guac is healthy. I don't know like the calorie count of it I'm assuming it's healthier than like fucking greasy steak with like cheese on it and all that but now I do drink a lot of water though that's one thing that I'd say benefits me or doesn't negatively impact me more yet more yet what the fuck what am I even saying I drink more water so that benefits me. There, that's where I should have ended the sentence. That should be it. Um, I'm sure you guys noticed that I drink a lot of water. You can hear it a lot in the uh, the previous podcast with Nick, where him and I both were, like, both drinking water during it. So you can hear us, like, fiddling with the water bottles if you listen really closely. You can hear, like, the crinkle of the water bottles and the unscrewing of the cap. And I think even a few times I had, like, water in my mouth and I still responded. I was like, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. I love water I'm sure most of you do too if you don't like water there's something wrong with you because you need it to live so it should be everybody's favorite drink but I know it's not for most but no I don't think I've ordered like a soda or anything like that when I go out to eat anymore it's always a water with lemon and my friends make fun of me for that my friends think that it's like dumb to get a lemon and it's like why it just enhances the flavor of the water. It's a fruit. It's very acidic, but it's just a fruit that goes into the water, makes it taste better. I don't know what's wrong with that. If there is something wrong with that, and I'm the only person that thinks water with lemon is good, fucking call me crazy then. But no, I'll always order water with a lemon when the option is available. Unless I'm going to um somewhere where there's like a milkshake. Like, I go to Steak and Shake every once in a while with uh, with my buddies. And I'll get a milkshake there. I never used to, but I started, I think, like, the last... The the second to last time that I went, I started getting a strawberry milkshake. And milkshakes are good. (laughs) I think it's okay to have a milkshake every once in a while. Not, like, every single day, but no. A milkshake here and there with a glass of water, too. Because you don't just want to have the milkshake, because that's weird. So... Anytime I get a drink that's not water, I'll always get water as well. So, like, if I get, like, I think when I went to IHOP last, I got a chocolate milk, because their chocolate milk is really good. I don't know what it is. It's probably just fucking Hershey's in the milk, and they stir it with a spoon. But I always get a glass of water with it, because I only want one glass of chocolate milk, because it's not that healthy for you. So, no, water is the choice drink, and it should be for everybody, but, oh, well. There was one thing while I was just going on that spiel about water that I wanted to talk about because it like sparked a thing in my head, but I forget what it is now. I don't know if it's to do with it. oh, it's it's not about water at all actually. It was so I said like my friends make fun of me for, um, forgetting water in or for forgetting water on my lemon, forgetting lemon in my water, and I was I remember I was having a conversation with uh, Michael the other day, and you guys know. Um, on Instagram, like, the people that have, like, their second, like, extra account, they're called Finstas. I still don't know what it stands for. Like, it's F-Instagram. But I don't know what the F word is combined with. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about Finstas, and I was like, oh, you know, this dude has a Finsta. And he was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. And I thought to myself, I was like, isn't it? Like, for girls to have it, it's one thing. And I don't want to, like, assign, I I don't want to, like, make anybody mad if I'm like, oh... Only one gender can have it. It's like, fuck that. That's not what this is about at all. If you're a dude and you have a Finsta, why? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's such, I don't know. I feel like it's such a feminine thing to have. It's like, if you take Instagram that seriously, where you're then creating a second account with, like, a weird username that's normally, like, a play on words with your name, and you're just posting, like, a bunch of random pictures... It's, like, I mean, I guess it's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just weird to me. Like, (laughs) for girls, normally they take Instagram more seriously than guys. So they'll have, like, their main account, which is, like, a bunch of, like, edited pictures and, like, super nice photography that they, like, have their friends take. Or, like, all this shit. You know what I'm talking about. You guys know how Instagrams normally are with girls. But, so, like, their Finstas, their extra account... It makes sense. Like, they have a place where they can just post whatever they want, and it doesn't have to be as, like, high maintenance, I guess, or high quality would be a better description of it. It doesn't have to be um, the same quality that their main account might be. So that's okay. Like, that's cool. But, like, for guys, it's like, what what are you doing? It's Like, you can just post all that shit on your normal account unless you take Instagram that seriously, which in that case, I don't understand that either because it's just an app. That's, like, if I took Twitter, which is what I use more. Funny enough, I barely tweet, but I say I use Twitter more. But, like, that's if I took Twitter, like, super seriously and, like, made a second Twitter where I only posted, like, random stuff that, like, I don't care about anybody, like, I don't care what they think, but only on my main account posting, like, fucking Gary V tweets where I'm, like, success is the root of everything good in life and just some bullshit. But it's the same concept. It's like, I don't make another Twitter account for random tweets. I'll just tweet whatever I want on my normal Twitter. And on Instagram, if I want to post something, I'll post something. It doesn't have to be, like, fucking magazine quality. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, I don't know. You guys get what I'm trying to say. Like, the words are having a hard time coming out, but... No, they're, you guys definitely get the point, at least I hope, if you don't, and you've listened to this, and you're like, what the fuck is he talking about, like, finstas are dope, bro, fuck out of here, and I'm just like, whatever, fuck it, I don't care, this doesn't apply to you, but, because there's like a couple, um, finstas I follow, that they're girls, and in the suggestions of like who to follow. Like cause now on Instagram, like a couple updates ago, when you follow someone, it brings up with like a suggestion of like who you should follow and you can like scroll through. And it's just I, it's like it's weird because they know that they're finstas. Like Instagram must know that this isn't their normal account and like they're all connected. Like they all know like Instagram must know about the Finsta fucking movement because they only suggest other people's Finstas. And it's like I see all these people and I'm like, there's dudes in there and I'm like, why? what, excuse me, I'm very, very burpy today, it's weird, it might fucking be the guacamole, it's probably what it is, made me feel all sorts of weird after I ate it, but anyway, so it'll suggest all these, like, finstas to follow, and there's, like, a bunch of guys in there, and it's dudes that, like, I went to high school with, and other people that I know from my friends in high school, and I just think, I'm like, what could you possibly be posting on there that you couldn't be posting on your main account? And it's, like, maybe they have, like, their family on their main account. That's the only excuse I could see. It's, like, you have family on your main account, and, like, they follow you. And this other Instagram, your Finsta, is, like, where you can post all your fucking crazy party pictures and stuff like that. That, that now that I actually say that out loud, that makes more sense. But it's still weird to me. Like, if a guy has a Finsta, I don't know. I would never make one. I don't have the fucking effort for that. <laughs> I wouldn't put in that much effort to Instagram. It's not really that big of a deal to me. I don't care what pictures I post. I mean, I normally try to post pictures that, like, I'm happy with. I'm not just going to post, like, anything. Um, So if you do follow me on Instagram, you probably notice that I don't post a lot. And when I do, it's... I don't know. It's not the most compelling thing in the world. I think the last picture I posted was... um, national. It was on National Best Friends Day, which is a dumb fucking holiday... But everything's a fucking holiday every single day in the United States for some reason. So, I think on National Best Friends Day, I posted a picture of my dog, and he's like making a funny face where his tongue's sticking out and everything. And the caption is just happy or happy happy fuck I said it again, Happy National Best Friends Day or National Best Friend Day, and it's just a smiley face and it's just my dog, and that's it. And like that's that's the quality you'll get out of my Instagram. That's the type of shit you should expect. Just chill pictures, probably of my dog. No selfies. I'm out of the mirror selfie phase. Like, that was that was me, like, sophomore year. Or, yeah, freshman, sophomore year. I don't think I did it as much in junior or senior. I definitely didn't do it senior year. I might have taken a few my junior year. But no, I think mirror selfies are very outdated. It's all about having the picture taken of you. And for some reason, on that topic, I've seen people, like, post pictures where other people have taken them, and they'll still call them selfies. It's like, I was looking at Instagram one day, and this girl said, oh, just a couple of selfies, and then, like, the food that I had earlier, and it was, like, one of those, like, you swipe left, and you can see all the pictures in the collage, almost. And they were all pictures that were, like, somebody else took of her, and she called them selfies, And the last time I checked, selfie was when you take the picture of yourself, normally with the front camera, could be with the back camera in the mirror. And I was confused. I, like, didn't get it. I was like, these aren't selfies. These are just normal pictures. And then your fucking chicken marsala from Carabas that night. That's all it was. But nobody corrected her. I looked at the comments. They were like, oh, my God, girl, you look so pretty. Oh, my God. Slay or whatever the fuck girls say On Instagram comments I'm sure you've seen them all And then it's like Yo that chicken marsala looked dope though That's what I would've said If I would've commented Because I don't know Chicken marsala is dope It's one of my favorite foods actually My favorite dishes If you've never had chicken marsala I highly recommend Next time you go to like an Italian restaurant Or like Carrabba's has it And Olive Garden has it I wouldn't consider those like Italian cuisine Because they're chains And I don't know Let me go to like an authentic Italian restaurant, like some mom and pop place. If you ever do get chicken marsala or even chicken parm, chicken parm is very good. Highly recommend both of those things. Now I've lost my train of thought. I was, I was going somewhere with that after that whole selfie thing. I lost it. What was I talking about? It was with the Instagram. Oh, I was talking about how I don't like mirror selfies and then yeah. I'm back. I've got a hold of myself. We're 39 minutes in, and I'm talking to myself. This is the longest I've ever gone, so please bear with me. Um, I'm probably going to end it soon, to be honest. But in the meantime, fuck. I have lost my train of thought again. This is is horrible. I should probably edit this all out, but I'm just going to leave it as is. I'm just going to let it be the raw footage of me. And uh, actually, good segue. Um... In the podcast I was listening to today while I was driving, um, it was Cody Coe's. You guys have heard me talk about it before. He posted his new podcast, so I was giving it a listen. And I, like, when I listen to other podcasts, I try to, like, see how they talk and see how they, like, transition to other things, just so I can get, like, a general idea of, like, how I want it to flow and, like, how to not have moments where I'm talking about how I don't know what to say. And I know I talk about it in almost every episode. Where I'm like, I don't know what to say now. I don't know what's going on. But like, that's just like me naturally dealing with me not knowing what to talk about. So I try to listen to these other podcasts and like take notes in my head. And see like, oh, he goes from this to this. How did he do that so like consistently, I guess. Or how did he do that with no break in the middle? Like, that's stuff I'll try to pick up on so I can hopefully... Apply it to my own podcast and become better at them, which I think they're getting better. I think what we're on episode five. I think looking back on like episode one and even episode two, they were very shaky. And now I feel like I'm just sitting down and I'm just talking. And I'm like, you know what? This is what I have to say. Here it's all coming out. Here we go. And if I like bumble a little bit or if I mess up my words or don't know what to say, even like if I just don't know what to talk about, that's that's as I'm talking about fumbling my words. That's fine. Like that's whatever. It's just that's what I want my podcast to be. I want it to be very natural. I want to hopefully connect with whoever's listening and show them that it's like, oh, this dude's just talking and it's just it, <laughs> the theme is just natural like it's not it's not scripted. It's not obviously it's planned out a little bit with like what I want to say sometimes. Um like, last week, Nick and I had a little outline of what we wanted to talk about. And, like, that's why it kind of sounded like, it's like, oh, now here's this. Or, it, like, didn't, like, flow into that part of what we wanted to say. So, that's something that I, at the end of that episode, I was like, I thought that went really well. But it was kind of formal. Like, it was kind of, like, too much. And he was like, yeah, I agree. And we both came to the conclusion, it was like, yeah, it's we had the outline. I had it open on my phone the whole time we were talking, so I kept looking at that, and I feel like that's where I went wrong. And in this one, I feel like I've just completely blown that out of the water. Like, I've had my phone on my bed, like, 15 feet away from me, and it's just been, I haven't even been looking at it. So, I feel like that's, that's better. It's, it's good, it's a good conversation, or not conversation, it's a good communication, like, strengthener to be able to talk, Like this. And I'm referring back to the last episode again. I said it's a very therapeutic method for me to express myself and like get my thoughts out there. And it really is. And like, I feel like sitting here just talking has made me a, I feel like I can talk to people better because of just like being able to carry on a conversation. And obviously there are breaks in it. There are pauses. There are mess ups of words, but that just happens. That's how I talk. I Sometimes I talk a little too fast, I'm sure you guys can tell. As I'm looking at the sound waves, they're like all really close together, so I try to slow myself down a little bit, articulate myself a little bit more, but then I go back to just talking how I normally would speak to another human, which is why it's so natural and why I want it to be as, like, real as possible. So... If you didn't know the process of me recording these, that's that. I just look at myself or look at the sound waves, and we just go with it. And I know I said I wanted to end this soon, and I gotta stop saying that. I gotta stop telling you guys like in advance when I want to end it. I just gotta, I just gotta be done with it, and be like, all right, this is the definitive stop. Because I said that like four minutes ago, and I'm still talking. And there's one more thing that just came up in my head that I want to talk about, and. If you live in, um, if you live in Northport, or if you even live, if you're from here, like Port Charlotte, even, which is the next city over, and like, if you live in like Southwest Florida, you know all about this. But for those of you guys who don't, um, in Sarasota, there's a beach, and it's Siesta Key, and it's the number one beach in the country, or like it used to be. I don't know if it still is, but it was voted the number one beach in the country like six years in a row. And it's like a super big like touristy spot, kind of, but it's a lot of local people, too. There's a lot of people from Sarasota and like all around southwest Florida, they come to Siesta Key. It's the best beach around. And this isn't like me getting into like, oh my god, I hate the beach, because you guys already know about that. But MTV, believe it or not, is doing a show about Siesta Key. And it's kind of like a, um, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have ever seen um, Real World. That show where they, like, put all those people in a house. And it's kind of like Big Brother, but not really. It's just, like, they put these people in a house in, like, a popular city in the U.S. And they just, like, live life for a couple months. And, like, they go out to clubs. And, like, there's drama. And there's hookups. And all the shit that you'd want to see on TV that, like, brings in ratings. It's that. So it's kind of like a real world for Siesta Key. And it's, like, these group of people that are, like, in the trailers for it, And they, like, talk about it. And they're just the dumbest people imaginable. Like they're all like they're all pretty attractive, I guess you could say, because they're on TV. Obviously you don't want not attractive people to be on TV. So they're all decently attractive, but it's like that's all they are. Like as far as I've seen, I don't know any backstory of any of these people, but it's all just looks to them and it's like partying at the beach and like getting drunk. And, like, hooking up with people. That's all their lives consist of, I think. And I say I think because I really don't know. But that's what I, like, that's the vibe that I'm getting. Like, that's the people that I feel like are doing these interviews about Siesta Key. And, like, you'll hear in, there was once one trailer specifically where in the beginning she's like, this girl, she says, if you're going to Siesta, you're going to the beach, that's for sure. Like, if you come down to Siesta, you're definitely going to the beach. And for everybody that lives in Florida and knows of Siesta Key, obviously you're gonna go to the beach if you're going to Siesta because Siesta Key is the name of the beach. The name of the city that it's in is Sarasota. Siesta Key. If you're going to Siesta Key, you're going to the beach because that is the beach. And somebody tweeted that too, and that's where I'm like getting that like line from. But it's true. Like they quoted the tweet, or they quoted the uh, yeah, they quoted the tweet with the video from MTV. They're like, yeah. You're definitely fucking going to the beach because that's the name of the beach. It's Sarasota, the city. Siesta key, the beach. And it's just it's just fucking stupid, honestly. And then they're talking about like, oh my god, if you've been to Siesta Key, you've seen this boat out on the water partying. And then I see all these people on Twitter that like retweet if you've never seen this fucking boat any time in your life <laughs> because it's just not true. Like nobody knows who this fucking boat is. Like nobody like I'm sure people know them like people that want want to watch the show know the people on the show but like these people aren't celebrities in like fucking Siesta Key they're not like well-known people they're just normal people that go and get drunk on the beach every fucking weekend and like that's their life so that show is like I hate it because I always see it retweeted on my timeline on Twitter and like people talking about it and I just fucking cannot stand it because the people are so dumb and the show has the dumbest premise ever it's just it's just fucking go get drunk on the beach and these are parties that happen and it's like, ugh, I don't know. Like I get it's MTV and like it tries to cater to the younger fucking audience, like specifically my demographic, like twenty nineteen twenty 19, 20 year olds, like teenagers in high school, stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm too, I'm too old for it. I'm an old soul. I, don't, I can't get down with the youngsters on, on the televisions these days. So anyway, fucking Siesta Key. If you're interested in that show, by all means, watch it. Let me know how it is. Let me know if it's as stupid as I think it might be. Which I'm normally pretty good at determining whether a show or a movie is going to be stupid. Like when I see trailers for like scary movies nowadays, they're all garbage. Like they all have the dumbest plot. It's all just like a bunch of jump scares and like that's like the the thrill factor of it. The story's horrible. Nothing else is good about it. It's just you're there to be scared, which I guess you could argue this is the only reason you'd see a scary movie, but I'd still want it to have, like, a good plot, a good premise, and they don't really live up to that. So, that's that. But now, if you watch the show um, when it comes out, I think it comes out on the 31st. Um, look at me. I'm fucking promoting the show. Didn't even have to pay me. I'm just... MTV's Siesta Key comes out on the 31st of July. That's my best TV announcer voice. So yeah, if you watch the show, let me know how it is. I'm sure I'll fucking see it all over Twitter, so it'll be great. But anyway, guys, I'm for real going to end it now because this is 50 minutes. This is crazy. In my eyes, at least. It's probably not for you guys, but in my eyes, sitting in front of the computer for 50 minutes, woo, it's crazy. Um, But yeah, as always, I'll link all my social medias down in the description. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Please give this a rating. It is super dope. I didn't even talk about it at all in the podcast, but we're now on iTunes, so that's dope. Um, so if you're listening there, please give it a rating. Make it honest, too. Like, if you're a friend of mine and it's not five stars, don't give it five stars. If you didn't like it, then you just don't like it. I I don't need it to be, like, overhyped if it's not. But if you're not one of my friends, leave an honest rating. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud dope we're getting the soundcloud plays up a lot of my friends are promoting it so thank you to you guys you guys are the best if you are sharing this with other people you're the best um no i seriously mean that like i really do appreciate it but anyway guys i'm done rambling um follow me down in the description on all my social medias i post very mediocre things on all of them so until next week i will catch you guys later and see ya